Hello, welcome to the Roundhouse Podcast with Paul Solentrop of Wichita State University Strategic Communications. Thanks for listening. We appreciate your time. Today we have Briley Kelly. We're going to talk Wichita State Volleyball as they are getting ready to play in the National Invitational Volleyball Championship. Briley is a red shirt senior for the Shockers. She earned All-American Athletic Conference in 2021 and 2022. Uh, she's been through some injury issues this fall, managed to play in 21 of the 29 matches for the Shockers. She ranks fourth on the team with an average of 2.3 kills a set. Her 20 kills at Tulane is the high for a Shocker this season, and she moved into the top 10 for career, career kills this season. Briley is from, I should have protected, should have checked this pronunciation. Monet? Monet. Monet, Illinois, which is a suburb of Chicago, correct? Yeah. All right. She came to Wichita State in 2018. The Shockers play 6 p.m. Thursday versus Arkansas State in Coke Arena in the NIVC. Uh, the winner plays at 1.30 p.m. Friday against either Tulsa or Kansas City. Briley, so the Shockers finished second in the American. They are number 62 out of 344 teams in the NCAA RPI. Describe this team. What what makes this group go? Um, I think we said it before in multiple interviews. Like A lot of the transfers that came in have been very impactful. Uh, we're an experienced group. Um, most of these girls have been here a while, so these transfers came in and really took us in the right way, uh, pieces we needed to the puzzle. Fast learners, um, but we won a lot this year. This is my first in six years uh, over 21 season, so that's been really nice. Winning's a good feeling, so things have been going good. Yeah, so take us back to last spring when there were six or seven new transfers, right? Yeah. What was that like integrating that group into into the team? Well, we felt good. 2021, 2022, we were starting to feel good. Everything was coming together. Um, I think it was exciting yet scary having these transfers come in it was like are they gonna be great or be negative and they ended up being super great um some of our best friends now so it's going good run through i'll run through a few of the names uh gabby moss has played libero for the shockers done really well izzy strand setter believe she was second team all conference that came out today uh barbara kohler played a lot on the left and and several others who came in uh, so you did a good job of integrating them. Was there a point uh, where you really be, felt good, felt confident? Maybe it was last spring at one of the matches, or maybe it was this fall. When did you kind of say, all right, this 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 is working? Um, we had, where was it, Kansas City, where we played like six teams, and when we found out, like both we had to separate into two teams, and both of our teams were winning, and it just felt good, and we were having fun. Playing volleyball is fun, especially when you're winning. So it was kind of like, okay, like we got this. This 2023 year is going to be awesome. So, Shockers are 21 and eight, uh, best record since the 2017 team that won the American Athletic Conference. So let's say a fan hears about the NIVC and comes out. Maybe they're watching college volleyball for the for the first time. Give them a few tips. How do you best watch that game and enjoy it and understand it? Ooh, um. Clean volleyball. So when the ball hits the ground a lot, lots of kills, that's always good. Um, clean volleyball, I mean, great passing. It's a one, two, three kind of thing. Um, I, I don't really know how to put it. I, I think all volleyball is good. I mean, competing is just fun in general, but 
no other way to really understand it. Describe what makes a good setter, because I think that's so important, but I think it can be hard for fans to follow because you kind of naturally follow the ball, but there's so much going on. You know, there's misdirection and all these kind of mm-hmm. things that the setter is trying to figure out and calculate and then get the ball to the right person. What makes a good setter? Uh, great decision-making, great location. I think a setter is also a giver to the team because they have to always ask how others are doing. They're the one that takes the second ball every single time. They're touching the ball every point. Hi, this is Rick Muma, president of Wichita State University. Check out the latest episode of the Forward Together podcast. Each episode, I sit down with different guests from Shocker Nation to celebrate the vision and mission of Wichita State University. Listen wherever you get your podcasts. Best moment of the season for the Shockers? Um, beating Illinois. I think I wasn't even a part of that. That was when my injury just first started. But there was a lot of people that stepped up. And it was a Big Ten team, which is a Power 5 school, which is great. And they ended up, that Illinois ended up winning um, against Purdue, number 16 Purdue and stuff. I think that was a really big win for us, especially in the non-con. Um, we all just kind of gelled and everyone contributed in a certain way. So that was in an early September tournament in Champaign, Illinois. The Shockers defeated Illinois 3-2 and then beat the former Missouri Valley Conference rival, Illinois State. Briley, describe your season for us. You mentioned the injuries, taking taking some playing time away from you. Uh, How do you describe your 2023 volleyball season? You know, if you would have talked to me about this in the beginning, I would have said it was a lot harder. Um, Going especially from, like, leading the team in kills the last couple of seasons and stuff and just... Being a big contributor on the court, I've had to learn to contribute and give in other ways. It was a really big season of resiliency. I grew a lot as a person, too. Um, I believe that God has a plan for everything, so I think that this was meant to happen in a way. It's also helped me become Briley, not the volleyball player, which is about to happen pretty soon. So just learning to be a leader off the court and give and help the younger girls of what my knowledge of and experience of what I have. So it's maybe a blessing in disguise, but it's especially not what I wanted, but the shockers are winning and that's a lot of what it matters. So. Yeah. We were talking with one of your teammates yesterday and she mentioned resiliency is the word that maybe described your season. Why does that word fit? Um, battling because I'm still not healed. I won't be healed for a, a little a little bit but I've had to take into note like this is my last season I don't really get another chance so I'm playing through injury like especially my plays not um, as it used to be because I'm held back a little bit but uh kind of fighting those battles and again I've had to step up in a different role is a good way to put it I'm not the leading contributor on the court so a lot of other girls have had to do that, which is awesome. You mentioned something interesting, learning who who is Briley Kelly, not the volleyball player, and that's something uh, a lot of athletes go through. They get to the end, and now they're looking at a different part of life. What have you learned about Briley Kelly without volleyball? Um, at first, it was really difficult. I mean, it's still difficult. Um, but again, how I said, like, this is all happening for a reason, and I've, I honestly think I've grown as a person, I'm a better person. Um, 
a little more empathetic and giving in different ways, uh, a different form of responsibility, but thinking about things that still give me joy and stuff because I love volleyball. I love competing and that was kind of taken away from me. So it was like finding that through this area of darkness is a good way to put it, but it's been, it's been a struggle, but it's, it's going good. (laughs) So you mentioned winning is fun. Winning is good. Shockers with 21 wins. Last year, 19, right? Yes. I remember that, mm-hmm. right? So it's, I guess, do you consider a big part of your legacy, you got the program to this point, uh, that you can walk away saying, all right, Wichita State is, is back to where they expect to win, they can win 20 matches, and they can take it from here. Okay, that's a good one. So I came here in 2018, that was a lot of, you know, 2018, 2019 was a lot of rebuilding and stuff, and I've been through a lot of teammates over 50. And so, yeah, a big part of what I'm leaving here is we're back on the winning uh, train. I stuck it out here. I love this university. I love the people around it, the community. I've made a home out of this place. And um, I just believe in this program of what they we've done before. I know we could do it again with these girls in Lambeau, especially. And um, we're finally back on the winning train. It feels great because I just remember when I committed here when I was 16, we were winning. And so leaving here winning is a, a definitely a great feeling. So you committed when they were still in the Missouri Valley yes. Conference. I was trying to think if you would be the last athlete in this department that has that connection to the Missouri Valley Conference. I committed here because we used to play in Illinois all the time. Okay. Yeah. That makes, that makes total sense. Uh, I think another thing that's interesting about your early years here would, would be the schedule. Because you played uh, Penn State and Nebraska. Oh, it was just Texas. We over. played all the big schools. Um, that was definitely an experience. I... I hope these younger girls get to experience that. Um, even when I redshirted in 2018, we went to BYU. It was just, it was something you always dream of when you're younger. We went to Rec Hall. Oh, I used to watch those games all the time when I was younger. So it was awesome. My time here has been amazing. You mentioned uh, more than 50 teammates. <laughs> uh, why did you stay? Ooh, um, definitely in question a lot. Like it's always like people are leaving. Do I leave? And I committed here. It was the like I was gonna be young anyways, and it's like you make the most of your place. Um, I'm leaving here with some of the best people in my life. Uh, you have to the grass is always greener on the other side. That's what I was always taught. So I was like, whatever I'm given, I'm gonna make the most of it. And Lambo's a legend. Why would why would I ever want to leave him? So it's been good. So the scoring on this team very balanced. Uh, I think six different shockers have led the team in kills in, in a match. Take us through your role on this team and, and how it's changed. The injury would be part of that, but I think it's just kind of offensively, it's just mm-hmm. different than what it has been. And it's been great. Um, balance is key. I think that's why, especially, we're probably winning a lot more matches. Um, Izzy's been doing great distributing the ball. Um, so when I go out there, it's just whatever I'm given, I'm going to try to make the most of it and score when I can. But um, Sophia's been wonderful. I I cannot be more proud of that girl. She's stepped up tremendously as even a vocal point on this team, so it's been awesome. Natalie, everyone, everyone that plays Stout, uh, just who, whenever we give someone the ball, we put it away. That's a blessing. <laughs> so you've been here six years. So you're in a locker room with people who are in a much different stage of life oh than goodness. you are. Describe what it's like. What's the generation gap when you are at this point in your life, but there you are in the locker room with, I guess, 18 and 19-year-old oh, kids. Oh, don't even say that. They mentioned something the other day. They said that one of them was in eighth grade when I was a freshman in, in college. I was like, oh, goodness. Uh, I think a lot of it, I, I st- it started last year when I was five years older than these girls, is a little grace. Um, I kind of forget when I was a freshman. And um, 
they're doing all the things that I did when I was a freshman and a sophomore. And so age gap, I mean, they're going to get there. It takes time. It took me time. I didn't even think I was going to make it when I was 18, 19. So um, these girls are great. They have a good head on their shoulders. Um, they're going to be great for this program. So, Are there music differences or <laughs> social media? How um, you, what what, are, what like, are the big generation gap things? Uh, they definitely, they definitely joke a little more. They a, a few more slang, like slangs or what is the words right. like sayings and stuff. I'm like, what's that mean? Like I'm at that point. I'm like, I've never heard that before. So it's a little giggle there. So right, it's good on the other side. It's good <laughs> to be an adult. You'll get, you'll get used. Yeah. To so you've made the all academic team in the conference several times. You earned your MBA while you were here at Wichita State. Uh, the non athletics part of college life. What stands out? What have you learned during your time here? You want to know what's funny? I, my last in-person class was freshman year, and I had to end in my MBA this semester with two in-person classes. So it's kind of a full circle moment. Um, how has it been? It's been I, I've been so blessed. So I'm leaving here with my, my master's. I have a dual degree um, in my undergrad, but the resources we have and everything has made things so wonderful. And so uh, a breeze is a good way to put it. It's been challenging, but it's been easy with all the resources we've had. So very lucky. Resources. What do you mean by that? Gretchen. Oh, I love Gretchen. Um, I hope she listens to this because I do love her so very much. Um, she has kind of guided me and she's helped me become a better person, especially who I am today. Uh, she kind of kept my head on my shoulders. Uh, like I said, freshman, sophomore year, I was not directed in the right direction. I was a little crazy, so kind of calmed down a little bit. Gretchen Torline, you're talking about in the academic advising, academic advising department, student services, and she works with the volleyball team, has been here for a long time. So there's a lot of stories like Briley's of, of how Gretchen has been, has been helpful. Uh, so that leads us right into these categories, advice for a college freshman navigating college life, academics, athletics, what would you tell them? Um, definitely time flies. Like I, I, it's so cheesy to say, but people told me that. I remember Megan Grimes told me that when I was a freshman, time flies. And it's like, it does. I wish I could go back and redo my freshman and sophomore year. So take advantage of every moment, every opportunity, every interaction. I think that's something too. Um, I'm leaving here with such great people. It's because people reminded me like these interactions I'm making, these connections are so vital and so important. So definitely okay. not. Let's back it up a couple more years earlier. You're a high school junior, high school senior. Where do I want to go? I want to play volleyball. This is easy. What am I, what am I looking for? What, what's your advice on choosing a college? Um, I, I need to change this in a different direction. Michaela Rods, if you remember her. Sure. So on my visit here, she pulled me over and she just kind of told me this place is home. I am from Oregon and I'm far away from home. I get homesick. And she's like the culture that Lambo and the staff, Shannon, when she was around created and these girls that we recruit, he was, she was like, you're going to be okay here. And she just said the competition, everything, like it all will fall into place. And her words kind of gave it away of like, I want to be a shocker. You know what I mean? But of course, when I was looking into things, uh, the background behind Lambo, I was looking into coaching contracts. I didn't want my coach to leave, and Lambo's Lambo was gonna stay, and that was really vital for me. So, okay, Michaela Routsep, recruiting coordinator. <laughs> Michaela was an excellent player here. Played, uh, she was a left. Mm -hmm. right? Yeah, yeah, very good on that 2017 team. A big part of that team, definitely. Uh, so let's look forward to Shocker volleyball next fall. Who steps up on this team to maybe play a, a bigger role, a different role? You know, I'm still going to have to stick with 
Izzy and Gabby, I think Annalie's going to have more of a voice, uh, Katie Galligan. I think they're already in a huge role, but I think they're going to have to pick up a little more. Like, we're, there. there's a handful of us leaving, Sophia, me, um, just people that talk a lot um, in different ways or and contribute a lot. Sophia, an example, I think that um, Katie Galligan speaking up, she's a big energetic part of this team, and she is a rally person, a hustler, and I think that she'll be great. So. Yeah, that's always so interesting how people, athletes, will say, well, I was quiet for two years or three years, mm-hmm. and now it's my time to do that. How do you, what, what would your advice be to them? How do you get comfortable speaking in practice and holding people accountable and in the locker room and those kind of places? Well, it's new to everyone. I think that's something we forget. We're coming from high school and stuff, and we're all joining this new team, even from a, a different school. It's new for everyone, so just... Do it right away. I think I regret that, too. It's just I was waiting to be comfortable. It's like, what? what's the wait for? Like, everyone's uncomfortable. You just have to step up and do it. So there are two people on this year's team that, in my eyes, have really had interesting improvements, have made jumps. So I'll get your opinion on them. Uh, Morgan Stout in the middle seems like she's become much more consistent dominant. and really dominant mm-hmm. at, at times. Tell us about Morgan Stout's season. I remember meeting Morgan when she was a freshman, and um, I cannot believe it's been four years, but she has she's in the gym all the time. She's the one that stays after practice. She's the one that is asking Izzy or to set her, me to block her. She wants to be better. Um, I think she hasn't even dipped into what she can fully be, which is so crazy. I hope she hears that too. Is I She's grown so much as a player and a person. Um and a student athlete in general. But her dominance is a key part of our success. Uh, but it's also the work that she's put in on the side. She's the last one out of the weight room. She's the last one out of the gym. I think that says a lot. Yeah, she seems to be turning into like a quintessential Chris Lamb development. Yeah, yeah. You know, small town in Kansas was kind of helter-skelter, yep. uh, you know, uh, not super experienced. But, boy, you can really see the, mm-hmm. the improvement. Uh, Katie Gallagher is the other one. She has just made some spectacular saves. Uh, it seems like digs over the last, uh, I don't know, two or three weeks and is really playing well. Tell me about Katie Gallagher's season. Um Boy, do I love Katie Galligan. Uh, she's a hustler. That's a good way to put it. She's willing to give any part of her body, anything she's got for the ball. I know she was sick yesterday, and um, she's coughing and stuff, and she was still making these hustle plays. And I was like, girl, you impressed me, and you're, you're a sophomore. You know what I mean? So I think it's, it's saying a lot, too. She's getting more playing time, and it's everything she gives. And I can't wait to see her next year. She's going to be even better. She's gotten so much better since she's walked in the door, and it's paying off. So. She's had a really nice season. We've mentioned Lambo a lot. Uh, favorite Lambo saying, analogy, favorite practice drill. What will you remember from your six years with Chris Lamb? Um, you know what? It's a little bit of everything. I remember, so a lot of people call me Bri Bri, and um, I did not like it at first. And then he started rhyming everything with Bri Bri. So, like, a flyby is when uh, you let a hitter go inside you. So the first time we did that, he was like, no flybys, Bri Bri. Um, it's every, like everything you could think of. So I definitely am going to miss the name calling. So I started calling him Chris lately instead of Lambo, and now he calls me Braley. So definitely going to miss that. Um, he's like my dad. He's been a great role model and a great figure in my life. Uh, favorite drill? I don't know if I have one. I guess you may have the distinction of being in more Chris Lamb practices than any <laughs> other shockers. So. I know. I don't know if I have one. It's like a, it's like a dream every day. I'm walking in and it's um I'm very lucky. That's a good way to put it. It's an experience every day. So. So what's next for you, Briley? 
What snacks? Gosh, everyone's asking me this. My mom. Um, I'm gonna, I'm gonna stay here for a little bit. Um, I work a little bit on the side, but I'm applying for some jobs. I uh, just applied for one in North Carolina with my best friend from club volleyball. Um, at a financial investment firm for a real estate company. So we're gonna see where that goes. But you know what? If coaching's ever an opportunity, I think I'd dive into that because I do love volleyball very much. And I think being under Lambo these last six years, I'm definitely leaving up with a lot more knowledge and experience. So what is the what do you know about volleyball or how do you look at the game of volleyball now that's different from six or well, seven years ago? Um, it's much more I I went in here coming and thinking um as a out of high school as if like it's just a game and there's so much more to it. There's plays, there's math. That's a good of Lamb was always talking about numbers. There's a lot of numbers to it. Um it's just a lot more precise and everything than I ever thought it was. And Lambo's just as knowledgeable as he was made up to be before I got here. They always used to say like Lambo Lambo's unique, Lambo's knowledgeable. Oh my gosh, he's the most knowledgeable person I've ever met. So Okay, so if someone has a good job in finance, real estate, investment, they should contact, contact, <laughs> contact the volleyball Briley office. Kelly. Or a coaching job, let me know. Okay, all right, we'll get that out there. All right, Briley Kelly, redshirt senior on the Shocker volleyball team. We appreciate her time. The Shockers will play in the NIVC 6 p.m. Thursday against Arkansas State in Coke Arena. Briley, thanks for your time. Thank you. Great insight as always. Thanks for listening to the Roundhouse Podcast, courtesy of Wichita State University Strategic Communications. We encourage you to rate, review, and subscribe wherever you get your podcasts. You can always find more Roundhouse content at GoShockers.com. Down to a 3-2 pitch with two men on, two outs in the ninth. The stretch by Tyler Green. Here it comes. Suck him out! A no-hitter for Tyler Green! A strike three call on the outside corner, and Tyler Green has pitched the fourth no-hitter in Wichita State history, the second in as many years as he joins fellow classmate Charlie Gindrome as the author of a Wichita State no-hitter, and in the process struck out a career-high 13, including all three outs in the ninth inning. Tyler Green completes a no-hitter, and Wichita State defeats New Mexico 12 to nothing.